This is episode number 94 of the Helping of Happiness podcast. Today we have Jonathan and Meredith Roths from Financial TMI, Time, Money, and Investments on with us. They are teaching us how to put more love and joy and peace and fun into our marriage finances, how we can figure out who we are and what we want and how to get there and how to be more patient with our spouse. Can't wait for you to listen to this one. You're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and loves to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times. So let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. Hey, Jonathan and Meredith, I am so pumped to have you on just for our audience to remind you guys, we had them on episode number 46 when we were talking with just Jonathan about budgeting tips. And then we had them together on episode 38 when we talked about kids and money. And I'm so pumped that we get to talk about marriage and money today. So let's just give us a quick recap of your family. Say hello. Um, tell us what you've been up to. Yeah, so <laughs> we've been doing, yeah, good question. Uh, we, since we talked last time, I guess, uh, we did some um, uh, retirement and uh, kids and money presentations that we would do and just do a, a live presentation for people and they would come and learn about it. And uh, we did that for a little while and had some good success, but uh, we realized uh, that we want to actually put some videos together. So that's part of the reason why we're talking to you today, because we're coming out with some videos that we're really excited about. And they're about, like you said, money and marriage. And so we're going to talk about the, the first video with you today. Awesome. I can't wait. I was yeah. telling Meredith and Jonathan this before we started, but I am, me and my husband need to have like the big money revamp sit down either tonight or tomorrow. So this is the perfect timing for me to get all set up and like pumped to be able to have our little money meeting together. So this is perfect. So yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and just tell us, maybe Meredith, can you go and just like give a quick recap of your family and um, then let's just get into it. Uh, Yeah. So um, Jonathan and I've been married for over 20 years now, which seems like a huge number. Um, but we have done a lot in those 20 years, so I guess that's about right. We have five kids ranging in age from 17 down to six. So we're kind of in every stage of parenting all at the same time right now, (laughs) which has been really fun. But, um, that was another reason we decided to do the videos because we realized there are tons of people out there like us who are just in that life that's just busy, busy, go, go, go. There's basketball practices and games and things to do every night. And so we um, decided the videos would be something you could just do whenever you had time to do it. Right. And that you have to make time for the important things. So, but we still try to keep them brief. Um, So between our five kids and our business, um, we have some hobbies we love to do together. We love working out. We love watching movies and playing games as a family and we just really love watching our kids, you know, do their things that they love to do, sports, instruments, whatever it is. So that's kind of our family, four girls and one boy, and we just have a good time over here. 
I'm glad Jonathan's yeah. got at least one buddy. That's good. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember when we had our third daughter and it was, I looked at him and said, are you disappointed? It's not a boy. And he's like, no, I love girls. Like we do girls. Like we have three girls. It's going to be great. But then when we had our fourth and found out it was a boy, he was like, there was some relief that came across his face. <laughs> he would, I don't think yeah. he would admit it at then because he loved, we love our daughters and we love doing girl things, but it was kind of nice to know, okay, there'll be one boy to take on campouts and to do all the daddy sunny son things, you know? Oh, so. that's so fun. Yeah. So they, yeah. and they do yeah. like to hang out and do things together and escape the girls at times. Get away from that female energy yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I, I like say he he created a little mini him because they're very similar <laughs> in so many ways. When I'm hanging out with Parker, I'm like, you are so much like your dad. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Oh, so so um, anyway. awesome. Okay, well, yeah. where do you guys want to start? Start telling me all this. I know we have some really cool things to cover. Get, got me your outline, and I'm really pumped about it. So I'm gonna kind of let yeah. you take the wheel and. I'll kind of bring you back to some questions I might have as we go. Okay. Sure, sure. So first we just want to start and tell you about kind of why we started, why we want to do this in the first place. And so we were kind of thinking of doing some videos last year and we're trying to figure out what topic do we do? Do we, you know, record, you know, video about retirement, about the uh, kids and money. Um, and I, if you don't know, I'm a financial planner. So I work with people. I've been doing this for almost 20 years now. And um, yeah, I've met with hundreds of couples over the years and I've gotten to see kind of firsthand how couples work together or don't work together and uh, with their money. And uh, I've seen a lot of, um, you know, people argue about money even right in front of me or have disagreements in front of me. And so I've kind of been a witness to a lot of things. And so especially last year, I actually had a few clients that came in and I could just tell there was some stress, you know, tension between the two of them when it came to money. And so, you know, I always try to share some of our best tips and practices that, that I've learned and that we've put together. And a lot of that I have to credit my wife for because she's really good about, you know, coming up with things to do. And so some of the ideas that we talk about are really from her. Um, but it's just things that we've done over the years that just became natural to us. And so we thought, you know, we just need to share this with other people because apparently not everybody knows how to talk about money with their spouse uh, and how to have a good, you know, relationship when it comes to money. And so we want to, to share what we've learned over the years with, with everyone, especially with my clients, but really with, with everyone. I love that. Cause sometimes I, you know, you, you do things a certain way for so long. You just think that everybody knows and everybody does that same thing. And you forget that, wait, this is something that I learned. I've just been in such a habit. This is definitely something to share. So I'm so glad that you have found a way to mm -hmm. put that across to all of the rest of us. Cause yeah. And we, <laughs> we've done some research that, you know, the main reason that couples, you know, marriages or relationships don't work out. It's financially based. And some of it's just not feeling like they have control. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's a lack of control or there's just an uneven balance or there's just a, not a knowledge of what their money, where their money is or what it should be going toward or why their spouse is spending in the way they're spending 
or where their priorities are, because it can be different. We come from two different families when we get married and then we try to blend that, right? So hopefully these videos, this set of three, will give couples an opportunity to really look at their marriage, look at their money habits and figure out how can we make our marriage better? Because our money really does control a lot of our happiness and a lot of our success in life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was looking, you know, we've all heard some of those statistics and I, I looked them up just to find out, you know, how many couples actually have arguments about money. And I read somewhere that like 70% of all couples have fights or arguments at some point in their marriage about money. And I thought that might be a little bit low. I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. the other 30%, they just don't talk about money or, or, or what, but, um, but yeah. And then, you know, 30, 33% of couples fight about monthly about money every single month, which I can believe that. So um, it definitely, it can be a big area of stress and, and, when it's not just about the money, it's, it comes down to your relationship too. It can affect your relationship in big ways. And so if we can uh, help minimize that stress and, and open up the communication better, I think that'll help not only your marriage, but also your money as well. So yeah. it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. And it's a topic you can't avoid because we all have to pay bills. We all have to pay taxes. Like money is every, is a part of our lives. Like you can't just say, you know, just not going to talk about that topic because as much as I would love to ignore my budget, yeah, it's going to come back to haunt me if I don't. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, when we first got married, we realized that you know we're we came from two different families, two different backgrounds, and uh, the same thing is true with all marriages. There's no two families that are the same, and so you have the things you learn about money predominantly comes from how you were raised and the family that you grew up in. And then when you come together, you both have different thoughts and ideas and opinions and traditions and uh, values, what's important to you about money. And so that is kind of where the, we start in our videos, you know, talking about that, trying to understand where each other's coming from based on how you were raised. And so it's really important. So to, like, do you ask each other questions yeah. about that or you just kind of talk about your past? How do you, how do you bring that up? Really? You need to take time. So you have to set some time apart because this is not something that just naturally comes up in your day to day conversation, you know, cause we're all busy, right? So you have to do a money meeting or a money date, you know, maybe uh, after the kids go to bed where you actually set some time aside and say, we are going to talk about, money we're going to talk about our our past and try to ask each other questions like you said and try to understand each other and we have some really great questions that are good uh, to start with on our video so check out our video on our facebook page uh, but yeah it really just starts with asking questions and, and trying to understand you know yourself but then especially understand your spouse Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And you really need to have be in the frame of mind that you're ready to listen to one another. Like you can't do it at 1030 at night when your energy is just depleted. So making time earlier in the night, even setting aside, like you go to a restaurant for a date and you just sit there and enjoy your food and talk about the topics or taking a long walk, you know, just having time to do this. And you, and we have four questions that we have in our videos that are outlined exactly how your conversation can go. So that way you have some questions to ask because sometimes it's hard to even come up with the questions, but once you have those in front of you, 
the thoughts come to you pretty quickly and you start talking and you realize how much your fat past has really affected you. You know, that's funny you said go out to eat because I've been researching budgeting. That's one of my New Year's goals is to get really good at our budget again. And mm -hmm. so I've been like <laughs> Dave Ramsey, Fun Cheaper Free. Like I've been, you know, listening and reading a ton about budgeting stuff. And one recommendation that they had was when you go for your m main money meeting, do it somewhere in public because you're less likely to yell <laughs> a fight if you're at a restaurant <laughs> than if you're at home. Yep. So yeah. I thought, oh, that's yeah. actually a really good idea when you're, you know, somewhere mm -hmm. where you feel like you need to keep your cool. That probably helps a little bit. Well, that and mm -hmm. it's a neutral ground. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter what we say, our houses are such a personal space. If you go out somewhere to a restaurant, it's a neutral ground for both of you. So you're not looking around thinking what you could be doing. You're not looking around thinking, I need to fix this. Or, you know, you're just somewhere that you can't do anything but listen to each other. Mm -hmm. And that's it no distractions. distractions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's good. And we always love to like, when you have a hard conversation or about something you may not want to talk about, it's always better if you sweeten it with some dessert. So go eat dinner, have dessert, talk about money. Life is just more fun when you're eating dessert, I think. I think that's <laughs> such good advice. Yeah. So we yeah. were th talking earlier today, Jonathan and I, about the fact that we we're trying to think of when our first conflicts in marriage started, when we first, we were early on married when our conflicts would happen and usually they happened at the grocery store and so we were talking <laughs> about the reason they would happen there would be because he would reach for one food item and i'd reach for another brand of the same thing and we would like get frustrated with each other because we'd be like i would be going for maybe the the, the kroger brand stuff or whatever thinking i'm saving us money but he would be like, no, craft mac and cheese is the best. You gotta there just are go for the craft. You can't negotiate. Yeah. Yes. And I remember like we would like leave the grocery I'm with you, store. Jonathan. Sorry, Meredith. No, I have come <laughs> over to that side. I agree now, hundred percent. I will not buy off brand mac and cheese. Um, so I that was a good one. I totally credit Jonathan for that one. But um I just remember thinking, yeah, we would leave the grocery store and we both have would have been like kind of frustrated with something like oh, I didn't get what I wanted. But then once we talked about it and realized, or, or tried the off-brand mac and cheese, we learned real fast, it's worth the 50 cents to get that more to get the better one, you know? And it, it anyway. can obviously go the other way too, right? Maybe it's, right. you know, like something Like taco else. shells mm -hmm. don't necessarily yeah. have to be El Paso mm -hmm. taco shells. You can just right. get the off-brand might taste exactly the same yes. or even better mm -hmm. than the name yeah. brand. Yeah, exactly. so yeah. I didn't mean to just put you under the bus, Meredith. No, it's okay. Yeah. I, no, it I totally agree. Craft is better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe the craft people are listening to this podcast. So I know. Right? Yeah, there you go. Sponsored by craft. Endorsement. Yeah. I'm yeah. Go yeah. See them. We're exactly. talking about your macaroni and cheese on our podcast yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And I've learned how to do the same thing. So we've, you know, we've, this is the same true with food and with money in general about what's important to us. We've had to really talk about what, what's important to us and why it's important. It's mm -hmm. so important to understand the why. If you're doing it just because that's the way I was raised or that's just the way I've always done it, that's not really a, you know, a great reason. Maybe you can dig a little deeper and find out why, but why is that, you know, and then kind of figure out, okay, is this really that important to me or is it just doing it out of habit? And then, 
you know, then, we, then way you can talk about it with each other and figure out what the best thing is for you to do as a couple now that you're married and establish your own family, you know, money habits and your own traditions and whatnot. So that's what's mm-hmm. really important about understanding your past is that you can come together on some things and you're def- you definitely have to be some compromise on, on both sides, you know, when it comes to what is really important and why you should do those things. But ultimately make a decision so that you guys can, can, um, you know, work together as a couple now. I love mm-hmm. that actually, because I think sometimes we do things just because that's how it's always been done. And we mm-hmm. don't even pause yeah. to think about why we're doing it. And sometimes it might be a really silly reason why we're doing it. And it was very ineffective or more expensive or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it totally. might not even be something that really matters to you. So why am I frustrating my spouse over something that I don't really even care about? I'm just doing it because I've always done it. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, yeah, we've awesome. definitely figured that a lot of those out along the way. Yeah. So with the, so. It, the rest of our video is about money personalities. So we were talking earlier how taking personality tests is kind of a fun thing people do. You see them all over Instagram right now. What Disney Disney character are you? Or <laughs> the little and, spinning thing over your head. Yeah, over your head. And, and like everybody's doing it. And the other day I saw one that was about what off the, you know, from the office, the Michael uh-huh. Scott and all that, what office character are you? And my kids were doing one that like, Who's going to be, what's your future husband's name? I mean, like there are all these crazy like personality (laughs) tests out there. So we actually have developed our own from things that we've learned. It's about uh, money personalities and how we think everybody has a primary and a secondary money personality. Okay. So yeah, we need to get into this. This sounds like a lot of fun. This is, this is a really fun part. (laughs) And I actually did this with my friend the other day. We were just out and I, we're in the middle of the store and I asked her some of these questions and she was like, Whoa, really? I'm totally that. And I was like, yep. (laughs) So hopefully people will enjoy this part, but Jonathan, do you want to explain the primary? Yeah. So this is kind of obvious. Everybody's probably heard of this before, but when you think about it, it's really a part of who we are is whether we are a spender or a saver. Those are the two main primary money personalities, and everyone is either is naturally one or the other. And again, it has to deal with you know how you were raised and how you first started spending money and, and making money. And you kind of some of it's built into our DNA, some of it's just from experience over the years. But usually, you know, you, you are one or the other, and you can be an extreme or you can kind of be somewhere in the middle. But um, everybody is either a spender or a saver naturally. So that's the primary personality. And we have a way to, to kind of figure that out. I, we were kind of just talking about it and we made the video like, how do you know which one you are? And, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just obvious, you know, that, yeah, I'm a spender or I'm a saver. I, I know, but um, the, usually we like to ask ourselves questions when we're buying something. And so if you're a spender, you have very few questions to ask yourself before you buy something. You might say like, do I want this item? And can I find a way to buy it? And that's it. If you can answer yes to those, then yeah, you probably end up buying that item. Uh, But then if you're a a spender, sorry, if you're a a saver, then it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. So I like to explain the saver part because 
it's where you ask yourself a lot of questions and I totally identify with this. So the first question you might ask when you find something at the store, do I like it? Do I need it? Is there gonna be a sale later? Is there a coupon for it? Can I make it myself cheaper? I mean, if you're asking yourself all these questions, can I buy it on Amazon at a better rate? Could I wait till can my birthday? Can, can I buy it used? Can I wait till my birthday? Well, Christmas is around the corner. Maybe I'll wait till then. Like what holidays coming up that I can use as an excuse to buy this gift. And then by the end of the time, by, by the end of it, I walk out of the store without buying it because I tend to not, I you ask myself so many questions. I talk myself out of it. Right. So we, I, we used this with my daughter one day. We asked her, we said, she, she was kind of frustrated with her money situation. And I said, okay, well, when you found that thing at the store the other day, she loves makeup. When you found that special makeup, what did you think? And she said, well, I don't know. I said, well, did you ask yourself, do I want it? She said, yeah. I said, did you ask yourself if you're going to, should I buy it? Do I have money? She said, yeah. I said, did you ask yourself any other questions? Like, is there a coupon or anything? She's like, no, I just bought it. And I said, Ah, so you're a spender. <laughs> now, the key to doing this is when you figure out what you are, you, neither of them are bad or good because you need to be able to spend money in your life just as much as you need to be able to save money in your life. Because if you spend your whole life saving, you're going to miss out on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. If you spend your whole life spending, you're not going to be prepared later on when you really need something. So neither of them are bad. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that, that there's no... Um, it's just, it, it just is. And if you expect, accept that and realize that, then you can come up with a plan to allow yourself to indulge in your spending habits or your saving habits, but still communicating with your spouse at the same time without getting frustrated with them because they're the opposite of you. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Or when you're yeah, both and spenders so, and you're like, the money's <laughs> all gone. <laughs> or you're exactly. both savers and you have to fight about the few things that you are spending on. Those can yeah. be hard too. It yeah. can be. Well, that's, that's what's interesting, actually. Um, you know, there were, I've heard about this from other places, but I've also seen it with my clients too. Um, you know, when people get married, especially if they're the same when they first get married, like Meredith and I, we were both savers when we first got married. Uh, but over time, I've changed to be more of a of a spender. I'm also very cheap, so I'm not a big spender. But um, so, but I we balance each other out in our marriage. I've seen that so many times with with my clients, where they tend to balance each other out. And if you're you know if you're both extremes, that's that can cause a little bit more uh, difficulties. But you know either way, you balance each other out. So sometimes I will call. Meredith and I'll talk to her about something I want to buy not necessarily that I have to get her permission to buy something but just that I know she can help me rationalize and think through it you know but before yeah. I actually end up buying something and she can help me think through it clearly because I'm just like you know let's buy this we gotta buy this right now what are we waiting for you know she's like well let's stop for a second think about it and then <laughs> I'll do the same thing for her she'll be like hey you know I I really need this thing can you get it for me for Christmas in a few months. I'm like, no, you need it now. Just go get it. Yes. Like I give her, <laughs> yeah. her permission to, to be like, it's okay. If you need it, just go, just go get it. You know? And sometimes and so us we, savers, we, cause I think I fall in more in the saver category a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but sometimes just having that little extra permission doesn't make me feel quite so guilty about buying it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, for sure. And I think so it's, it's all about finding, yeah, I was going to say, it's all about a balance and respecting one another and knowing that 
my saver saving habits could actually benefit him and his spending habits can benefit me mm -hmm. without feeling like either of us are out of control or either of us are subservient to the other, you know, like I have to ask him before I buy it or vice versa. We, it's more of a respect. We understand each yeah. other's strengths when it comes to money. And so we use those to our yeah. benefit. Yes. And our weaknesses too. As it gives, we're yeah. more aware of our own weaknesses, then we can, you know, try to help each other use their strengths, like you said. So we understand your strengths and weaknesses about money and spending is, is huge. That's like, if you can do that, you're ahead of most people in this world because most people don't, you know, understand that or don't think about it, but it's true. Okay, so I really liked what you had to say about how you're checking in with each other and you're not like saying, oh, I have to ask for permission or I have to, you know, it's not like a parent-child relationship. It's really about you honoring that, you know, putting the marriage before pretty, before the money, you know? I like how you guys talked about that. That yeah. was really awesome. Exactly. I love Absolutely. how you just said that. We definitely try to put our marriage first because mm -hmm. ultimately what's going to be around longer, our marriage, mm -hmm. our money will come and go. We mm -hmm. can earn it. We can spend it. But you're right. It's all about our relationship. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's tell me about some of these secondary personalities. So we've got our main one, our spender and our mm -hmm. saver. Mm -hmm. And then tell me what, what comes, yeah. comes next. So there's five major uh, money, secondary money personalities. Uh, and they are either, you're either a planner, a worrier, an avoider, a giver, or a believer. And it's possible to have a little bit of more than one of these, but you've got, you know, one main secondary money personality that uh, each of us has. So usually we just say, you know, ask your spouse about which money personality you are. Uh, but we can kind of give you some ideas of how you might know which one you are. So um, being a financial planner, I'm definitely a planner. That's my uh, secondary personality. So I like to look at the numbers and do the budgeting and make sure all the bills are paid and, and check the accounts and those kind of things. And um, I wish I was know, a planner in that way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I plan in lots of other so, ways. I hate doing that. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's there. People are usually more careful with their money, that, that kind of thing. So that's, that's what a planner typically would be. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll describe the worrier. Those the, the kind of people that are just watching the stock market a lot, watching the world and see what's happening, might get pessimistic about money, might just literally worry about money often, check their balances late daily, um, you know, wants to keep that emergency fund intact, and might easily get frustrated when there's an unexpected expense. So that's kind of what a worrier is. Yeah. And then an avoider might be someone who is, uh, doesn't want to focus on the future, is only focused on the present. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to worry about it. They just want to, you know, go to work, pay their bills, and not really, um, you know, worry about what's happening in the world or what's happening 30 years from now or when a retirement's going to happen or, or whatever. Basically, they just don't want to get too involved with their finances and not, not worried about it. It'll take care of itself. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and then the fourth personality or yeah, personality is a giver. 
And that's pretty self-explanatory. They like to give money, give money to others, to organizations. Um, they're generous, but they might forget to pay themselves first. So that's one thing they need to watch out for is to make sure they're still taking care of themselves and their financial responsibilities. But usually that's just someone that's very generous with their money. Yeah, so you have to kind of balance the two of giving, but also mm -hmm. taking care of yourself for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and the last one is a believer. And a believer is probably a little bit too optimistic about their own future um, and about the world. And so they just think, you know, everything will work out. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to do this, put this money away for retirement and, you know, it'll be enough when I, when I get there. And they just, you know, believe everything will, will work out in the, in the end. And sometimes it will, and sometimes it wasn't, but uh, it needs to be, you know, kind of a balance there too of, okay, you got to do a little bit of planning in there. You can't just throw money, you know, aside and hope it's enough or hope it's, hope it's going to work out, you know, that's mm -hmm. the, the believer. Yep. So those are the five secondary ones and it's good. And the reason that you want to identify what your secondary language is, is because usually that's how, however you react to money will be affected by your, your um, thoughts about money. So if you are an avoider, you might, you know, you might just ignore things or you might just not want to have conversations about things and understanding that money meeting. <laughs> yeah. And understanding mm -hmm. that, yep. wait, that's just a part of who I am and my person money personality right now, but recognizing that then you can take it and be like, that's why I'm avoiding this because I don't really want to deal with it, but I need to. Right. So mm -hmm. the, un unfortunately as part of being an adult, we have to do things we don't always want to do. Right. We have to be mature. But recognizing our weakness or our strength will help our spouse also understand, oh, they don't want to talk about it right now. That's why they got like upset with me. But if I approach them when they're in a good mood and say, when can we do this? Maybe I set a time, you know, you can work with each other then and you can still have conversations that you have to have, but maybe uh, on their terms, you know, or a believer might just be so optimistic and then their spouse might balance that out as a pessimistic person and you know you've got to just find your strengths and weaknesses so you can work with each other better it's like a believer yeah. and a planner would be like a match made in heaven right <laughs> you could have like this optimistic person and the planner's like okay let me figure out how to make this happen for you it kind of does seem like that but like the thing is i know that worrier and avoider kind of seem like a negative term it's really just identifying a part of who you are so it's not a bad thing it's just recognizing that you need to mm -hmm. maybe have the conversations at a different time or you need to schedule it or you need to be able to relax before you have to talk mm -hmm. about it, you know, or maybe your spouse needs to kind of reassure you that, okay, I know you're worried about this, but we can take care of this. We can make it through. We can do this. Let's just, you know, try to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I love sense. that. And I think that yeah. that, maybe that causes a little less fights when you're yeah. doing your money talk is when you can identify those personalities because mm -hmm. if you're a saver and a worrier you might be a little bit wound up tight if you have a mm -hmm. spender and a believer right mm -hmm. i mean it just right mm -hmm. yeah. and and it it might cause you to have fights that then you think there's a problem between you and your spouse when really there's not it's just a personality that you're yeah. not understanding and if you can understand it then you can work with it and then yeah. you can realize oh he doesn't want to talk about money at 10 o'clock at night mm -hmm. he'd rather do it on a saturday morning when he's like refreshed and 
had a good night's sleep and got to sleep in a little bit. And so maybe we need to have our meetings at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning right. instead of 10 p.m. on Wednesday night, you know, mm-hmm. kind of altering how, and maybe the saver wants to have the meeting on Sunday to prepare for the week. And, but maybe the planner wants to plan, have it on, you know, Friday when work is over and now they can focus on them, their future, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's just working with that. I love that. Well, and I think sometimes if you aren't on the giver, that can be a little frustrating too. Why are you giving uh-huh. away all our money? But if you understand that that really is just a part of their heart, like I have a family member like that, that is such a giver, mm-hmm. like her spouse just has to like rein it in. Okay. This is what you can give away. And then this is what, <laughs> yeah, you know, which, exactly. which is so good for both of them. It's so good yeah. for her spouse to see how important that giving is, but yeah. yet let's kind of put all this in perspective. We can't just yeah. not have a place to live and yeah. <laughs> food to eat and all those other yeah. things. So yeah. I love that. I think that's yeah. really great to be able to think about all those things. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So that's the basics of the uh, the first video. There's a few more things. You have to go watch the video to see uh, things that we didn't talk about from the first video, but then we've got two more videos uh, coming up as well um, that you'll just have to go watch on our Facebook page. Yes, that's going to be so cool. Oh, go ahead, Meredith. Yeah, and and we've kept the videos short, so they're no no more than eight to yeah. ten minutes each. So you could watch all three videos within thirty minutes easily. We didn't want to take exactly. too much time. We know these everybody is busy, has lives. So we tried to keep it pretty succinct and short, so that you could really listen to mm-hmm. all three in a short period of time. So awesome. don't be, it, they're not too long. We promise. So you can we, like we gear up before yeah. your money meeting. Okay. Tonight yeah. we're going to watch these videos and yeah. figure out who we are uh-huh. and what we like. And yeah. then and tomorrow uh-huh. we're going to exactly. sit down and do it. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm going to do tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to exactly. talk about who we are yeah. and then tomorrow we'll get in the nitty gritty. Yeah. So we have time to like there you go. warm up yeah. to each other for yeah. a day or something. Yes, exactly. I would encourage you to watch one at a time, actually, because we give challenges at the end of each one. And so mm-hmm. it might work best to watch that one eight to 10 minute video, have a conversation. And then when you're ready for the second one, the next week, do that one or the next night. If you're really geared up and really excited, you might want to watch them three nights in a row. I mean, could just have, you, there's all kinds of fun that can be had by watching our videos and conversations <laughs> about money. Like you can get really excited exactly. about our, our second video is such a fun one that we put together all about goals and dreams yeah. and dreaming with your spouse and coming up with a plan and, and coming up with ideas of things you want to accomplish. Like we have some really fun so that's my video, favorite part so. about money. <laughs> I just want yeah. to dream yeah. and goals. Yeah. And we, yeah. And when you watch the three videos, you realize how important it is to dream with your spouse and to see a future together with your spouse because the mm-hmm. money is just, it can come. Anybody can make money. There's plenty of money out there for you to accomplish all that you need to do at, on whatever level that you want to do it at. But if you don't know what each other's dreams are, you don't really have a real future together. Like you've got to be able to dream together and say, Oh, this is what he is on his bucket list. This is on my bucket list. How can I, how can we do it both? Or how can I make my bucket list item, his bucket list item as well? You know, what do we, where do we overlap? And it's really fun when you can just have fun with your spouse and not worry about the money. Don't worry about where it's coming from. So anyway, that's in the second yeah. video. I'm probably giving away too much already. No, no, I think that's good. I thought, well, 
I think we like hearing the topics a little bit to get excited about it. Yeah, exactly. I do anyway. And, and we not sure only talk about that. Else is too. Yeah. Yes. We actually tell you how to do it, like yeah. how to make your bucket list and your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. So how to how to plan it out and make it happen. So that's yeah. that's the next part, part two. And then the last video, part three, is talking about your money habits, uh, mostly as a couple, but all the you know, successful money habits that, that successful couples use to be able to, you know, use their money wisely and to be able to have the money they need to, to do all the things that you want to do in your life. It really takes habits. I was reading a, a book recently and it said, you know, your goals can may be really high, but if you don't have the habits and the, you know, processes in place to support your goals, you're, you're going to fall. You're not going to accomplish your goals. So you got to have some some good habits in there. And so we talk about the most important money habits that you need uh, as a couple to make your dreams come mm-hmm. true. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that so much. That can apply mm-hmm. to anything, right? You can have mm-hmm. a goal to lose 50 pounds, but if your habit is to be eating a pound of chocolate every day, that's going to be <laughs> to get to, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Well, and, and as yep. my, our own daughter pointed out, she's like, mom, everything always comes back to a money lesson. And I said, that's, (laughs) I said, well, the thing is your dad and I are, that's what we teach. That's what he does all day with couples. That's what he pretty much is a money counselor to all these couples. And I said, and we're doing these videos and we're looking into writing a book. And like, we are thinking money wise, but the lessons and habits for your money also apply to your relationships also apply to your spirituality also apply to like everything you can apply these our little um, formulas we have to all the aspects of your life, your workouts, everything. Like it's all connected to your relationship with your kids. It's just all connected. So it's like this really tangible parable, right? Yeah. As tired as my daughter gets of hearing about, Oh, how does this apply to money? I'm like, it applies to everything. It's just a money lesson that can be applied to life. So anyway, we hope that these videos will help you in your marriage and with your money and that these videos will give you more money because everything is just going to be working smoother once you start putting all these processes into place. So will you tell, let's tell everybody where they can find these money videos. Where can they watch these? Yeah. So just go to our Facebook page, which is financial TMI. And we have, have everything on there. We post things at least weekly. Uh, and you can also find our newsletter on there. So if you want to sign up for our, our email newsletter, uh, you go on there and you can sign up for that. But yeah, that's where we're going to post the videos is, is on our Facebook page. That's the best place mm-hmm. to go. And just to clarify, these videos are completely free, right? It's not like yes, mm-hmm. you're not even asking exactly. for anything. This is just out there for your benefit to just help you in your marriage and your family and your future. And mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. one of the very coolest things about what you guys are doing is that you're just out there to really just make the world a better place. And I just love that about you guys so much. Oh, thanks, Hillary. Absolutely. We're, yeah. we're just trying Appreciate to it. put value and good out into the world and share our knowledge because mm-hmm. there's, there's, you know, why keep it to ourselves if we know what works and what has worked for us. And hopefully somebody will take something of it and learn something from it. So they're absolutely free. We don't ask anything for them. Anybody feel free to share them, join our Facebook page, get all the information we have on Facebook is always free. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
And then, of course, the, if they want the future, more we're be doing... stuff, they can always come to you privately, right, Jonathan? You're happy to consult with them if they need even more, yeah, right? Exactly. So uh, I forgot to mention at the beginning, but I feel like I'm becoming more and more of a marriage counselor than a financial planner <laughs> because I I deal I deal a lot with uh, with couples and and their issues, and usually it's related to money because that's what they're coming to me about. But um, so yeah, if people want to talk more about their money in their marriage and they have more questions or, or uh, concerns that maybe they can't work out together, um, be happy to, to talk to them um, either one-on-one -on -one, uh, or you know do a conference call or a Zoom meeting. And uh, even if even if you don't have marriage money problems at all, if you just want to have a uh, you know, free consultation where we talk about what's important to you about money and kind of what your plans are uh, and you need, maybe you need help planning for some retirement or not sure what to do with your old 401k or whatever, um, be happy to, to talk with you and anyone who has a, and again, that's free too. So totally free consultation. I don't charge anything for an initial meeting, uh, but anybody who does have an initial meeting with me, uh, I'll give them free access to uh, this website called eMoney, which we actually talk about in more detail on our uh, third video. But this website is a, a, something that we offer to our clients for free, but you can get a free trial by having a consultation with me. And the website allows you to view all of your accounts in one place. It has a, some budgeting software, and it's just a really great website where you can store documents. It's just an overall great financial website for people to use. And we use it for our budgeting and to keep track of our all of our money yeah. uh, and it's worked out great awesome mm -hmm. so awesome it, it is really the coolest website so seriously you got your re, your listeners need to take us up on this offer and contact jonathan and and get the free access because it gives everything it like puts your bank accounts your savings accounts your your car loans your house loan your investments yeah everything all mm -hmm. in one page so you when you have that monthly money meeting with your spouse it's all there and so you just click into it it has a budgeting software that's super duper easy to use and it just every line it says like you'll have like a food budget utility budget a medical expense budget whatever budget you want you can put in there and then the line is green until you get close to using it all up that month and it turns yellow and then it turns red if you go over it's super easy awesome. so when we look at it we just like go in and say green 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 oh yellow okay where should we okay let's get a little bit tighter there this month and oh red okay went over okay well we'll just adjust that because you can adjust the numbers off to the side like so if you want your food budget to be five hundred dollars you can adjust it to 500 and then one month you might say oh food was a little more so we're going to go 550 or less it's just super easy to me i am not a financial planner i'm not a spreadsheet girl like jonathan is all about the spreadsheets all about the money and the numbers and i mm -hmm. can even do this and i can totally get it and adjust our budget myself so it's it's a great website and this is a really awesome offer he's given to all of your podcast listeners so i hope they take him up on it awesome that is so oh. so awesome Okay, yeah, are you ready for okay. our three oh, helpful sorry. and happy yes. questions? Okay, so we tie this in to kind of go with the website. So since our Helping of Happiness website covers getting things happy in our families with food, with travel, and homemaking hacks, and also, of course, is the house for our podcast archives. archives. Mm -hmm. um, I 
going to ask you guys questions. So maybe these can tie into your little money meeting, right? So our first question is, right. what is your favorite food or meal? So what would you want to be eating when you're having these serious <laughs> talks about your money with your spouse, right? Yeah. I think Jonathan and I would probably both agree on this, but I'm going to let him answer it first. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know if I'll get this one right. Um, <laughs> he gets like the newlywed game. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think one of my favorite meals is uh, crockpot ribs. That's really mm. good. And it's really uh, easy to do. That's with potatoes and vegetables inside. It's good. Good stuff. Was that the right answer, right? Meredith? <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to go for dessert and we, what we love to eat when we're talking about money. So if you yeah, want to say dessert, what's the dessert you would pick? <laughs> I would say one of our favorite go-to desserts is brownies and bluebell ice cream. Yeah. And yes. then a hot fudge sundae or hot fudge on top. That's like one of our favorite desserts. So we yeah, often I can get on board with bluebell. that. Totally yeah, get on board with that. We usually have bluebell ice cream when we have our money conversations. So, so next money conversation, you'll have to hop on my website and get one of my Pazuki recipes and have oh, that with yes. your bluebells on top. Oh, there you go. Love, mm. love that. Hot that gooey cookie awesome. with ice cream. You just can't beat right. it. Right. Oh, right. So mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. <laughs> okay. I'm on board. We can totally do that for our money meeting. Sounds so okay. Fun. Okay. So what is the best trip you've ever gone on or maybe even a future dream vacation that you guys are working at with your money goals? Your turn. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have to say the best, the best trip I've ever gone on was to Hawaii last year. When Which I we talked about you guys yeah. planning that on one yeah. of our other podcasts. And I think I that's mean, so cool. Your money goals added, added up into that. Yeah. So. It's like all the, all of our planning just like all came together for that one. It was an awesome trip. It was like, we spent 10 days on two different islands, just he and I in Hawaii. And that was really, really fun. And it was just the best. We yeah. had the best weather on my birthday. I was sitting on the beach at a resort, like eating hula pie and going to like an amazing restaurant. It was just a fabulous trip. So love it. That yep. was good. I would agree so. with that. Definitely the best vacation ever. So mm -hmm. do you yeah, guys have a new one sure. that you're saving up for now or other dreams? Well, we are going to Mexico in May. Yeah. We've never been, yeah. and yeah. we're really excited about that. Yay. So. What part are you guys going to? We're going to Cabo. Uh, oh. Yeah, Cabo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so we're super so excited about that, and um, that'll be fun. Awesome. And then, of course, we have visions for our family vacations for the next couple of years. So we're starting to work on all those, too, and starting our savings funds for each of those. And that's so another thing we talk about. I always think of myself as a saver until it comes to travel and then it's like all off the table and I'm ready to blow everything. I love going places. It's so fun, isn't it? Yeah. I know. That brings out the yeah. spender in me for sure. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> okay. And let's do our last one. Do you have a hack for us? Homemaking or money or, I mean, homemaking hack. I call homemaking yeah. hack. It can really be any family hack or life hack. Okay. I thought about this one before we got on here and I have to say my one hack that we use every week is actually for each of our kids we bought them a, like a sweater organizer for their closet that has five spots and on Sunday night we pick out their clothes for school for the whole week 
so that every morning when they wake up, they just go right there and they know that the top one is Monday all the way down to Friday. And they just grab the clothes, put it on, come downstairs and eat breakfast. And that I think that's my favorite thing because otherwise they were always not sure what to wear in the morning. What's the temperature going to be like? They're, they would kind of, you know, just waste time in their pajamas. They come downstairs in their pajamas and we're like, go back up and get dressed. That's my favorite. And act. it's like, it's itchy. I can't find the right sock. Yes. Oh, I need, it helps or, you get your laundry mm-hmm. going, right? We call totally. them fashion dates. I do that with yeah. my daughter, but we don't have the sweater organizers. I need to get a little hanging organizer. Yes. Just like go really to financial investment. Mm-hmm. It's like $5 yeah. at Walmart or Target. Oh just my go gosh. I totally need to do that. Cause she and, loves doing that. She always asks mm-hmm. me, we got to have our fashion date and it mm-hmm. helps us at least for her, we're like at least not wearing leopard print and like yes. parts. You know, it's, <laughs> absolutely. We can kind of streamline, and that way, if something's dirty, I have time to go wash yeah. it. If she can't find, yeah, whatever it and is. Oh, I love that. I idea. would have to say it's probably my husband's favorite too, because then he doesn't have to try to match clothes at six forty-five exactly. in the morning. Oh, when in you're a all grouchy <laughs> and rushed, yeah. And he's like trying to find yeah. the shorts that match the shirt. And mm-hmm. does this pink go with this pink, or do these polka dots go with this polka? Yeah. He just doesn't. He just like says, oh, yeah. "Go get the clothes yeah. you already picked out." Yeah. The kids and I already, the kids. I always get it out. wrong otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So do yeah. you guys do that yourselves too, or just do you make your just kids just do it? We just do it for our kids. Like, I should do that but, for myself. Yeah. I have a hard but, enough time figuring out what to wear every day. Yeah, I know. I think it was, we, there was a podcast I listened to and it said, anything that you can do to routine your life and streamline your life will actually allow your mind to be freer for other things. So you're not having to make the decision of what am I going to wear every day? And that's like taking that one decision out of your day actually helps a lot because you don't realize how many decisions you make during your day. So I kind of feel like that with clothes with, again, we can apply it to money, like Mm -hmm. streamline your money, like Anyway, all these lessons are good for all the aspects. But, oh, I love that. But yeah, that's really helped our mornings go better with our kids. And if the morning goes well with the kids, then we're in a better mood and our mornings mm-hmm. go better. So it really is a domino effect, right? Yeah. Oh, so. that's that's so awesome. That's a great idea. Anyway, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Walmart's going to be getting a visit from me or maybe <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> or Amazon, yeah. <laughs> if I'm too lazy to go to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I love Amazon. You got to oh, love Amazon. It's the best. Yeah. Like, what did we do without it? I know. It's like the way I live my life. Oh, so great. <laughs> oh, anything else on your heart you wanted to share before we wrap up here? You guys, this has just been so awesome. I love, I always love every time you guys come on it's like you give out such concrete stuff that we can apply to our lives and I just love that so much good well thanks for having us we're really glad to be able to share that with the listeners and definitely be back on to do something else next time hey I can't wait yeah you have anything ready I'm here waiting for you I have some more videos I'm sure later this year so that'll be good awesome awesome thank you so much oh and let's see so those are all up and on the site right Mm mm-hmm okay yeah go go to we'll link up to all that in the show notes perfect all right thanks thanks Hillary if you enjoyed this podcast or you think somebody that you know would really enjoy it make sure that you go and share this with a friend And uh, if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please, please, please go rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Your ratings really help us be able to move up the ladder in Apple Podcasts so more people can find us. 
your reviews just warm my heart so much. I really, really appreciate having some feedback so I know how you're feeling about how we're doing over here. So I hope you have a really great week.